0: SECTION 33 OF Gray's ANATOMY PART 4 THIS IS A LIBRIVOX RECORDING ALL LIBRIVOX RECORDINGS ARE IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN FOR MORE INFORMATION, OR TO VOLUNTEER, PLEASE VISIT LIBRIVOX.ORG RECORDING BY MORGAN SCORPION ANATOMY OF THE HUMAN BODY PART 4 BY HENRY GREY ACCESSORY NERVE HYPOGLOSSAL NERVE 5K THE ACCESSORY NERVE NERVUS ACCESSORIUS 11th NERVE spinal accessory nerve. The accessory nerve consists of two parts, a cranial and a spinal. The cranial part, ramus internus, accessory portion, is the smaller of the two. Its fibres arise from the cells of the nucleus ambiguous and emerge as four or five delicate rootlets from the side of the medulla oblongata below the roots of the vagus. It runs lateralward to the jugular foramen, where it interchanges fibres with the spinal portion, or becomes united to it for a short distance. Here it is also connected by one or two filaments with the jugular ganglion of the vagus. It then passes through the jugular foramen, separates from the spinal portion, and is continued over the surface of the ganglion nodosum of the vagus, to the surface of which it is adherent, and is distributed principally to the pharyngeal and superior laryngeal branches of the vagus through the pharyngeal branch it probably supplies the musculus uvulae and levator veli palatini some few filaments from it are continued into the trunk of the vagus below the ganglion to be distributed with the recurrent nerve and probably also with the cardiac nerves the spinal part ramus externus spinal portion is firm in texture and its fibers arise from the motor cells in the lateral part of the anterior column of the gray substance of the medulla spinalis, as low as the fifth cervical nerve. Passing through the lateral funiculus of the medulla spinalis, they emerge on its surface and unite to form a single trunk, which ascends between the ligamentum denticulatum and the posterior roots of the spinal nerves, enters the skull through the foramen magnum, and is then directed to the jugular foramen, through which it passes lying in the same sheath of dura mater as the vagus, but separated from it by a fold of the arachnoid. In the jugular foramen, it receives one or two filaments from the cranial part of the nerve, or else joins it for a short distance, and then separates from it again. At its exit from the jugular foramen, it runs backward in front of the internal jugular vein in 66.6% of cases, and behind it in 33.3% tandla. The nerve then descends obliquely behind the digastricus and stylohyodeus to the upper part of the sternocleidomastoideus. It pierces this muscle and courses obliquely across the posterior triangle of the neck to end in the deep surface of the trapezius. As it traverses the sternocleidomastoideus, it gives several filaments to the muscle and joins with branches from the second cervical nerve. In the posterior triangle it unites with the second and third cervical nerve, while beneath the trapezius, it forms a plexus with the third and fourth cervical nerves, and from this plexus, fibers are distributed to the muscle. Five L. The hypoglossal nerve, nervous hypoglossus, twelfth nerve. The hypoglossal nerve is the motor nerve of the tongue. Its fibers arise from the cells of the hypoglossal nucleus, which is an upward prolongation of the base of the anterior column of gray substance of the medulla spinalis. This nucleus is about 2 centimeters in length, and its upper part corresponds with the trigonum hypoglossi, or lower portion of the medial eminence of the rhomboid fossa. The lower part of the nucleus extends downward into the closed part of the medulla oblongata, and there lies in relation to the ventral aspect of the central canal. The fibres run forward through the medulla oblongata, and emerge in the anterolateral sulcus between the pyramid and the olive. The rootlets of this nerve are collected into two bundles, which perforate the dura mater separately, opposite the hypoglossal canal in the occipital bone, and unite together after their passage through it. In some cases the canal is divided into two by a small bony spicule. The nerve descends almost vertically to a point corresponding with the angle of the mandible. It is at first deeply seated beneath the internal carotid artery and internal jugular vein, and intimately connected with the vagus nerve. It then passes forward between the vein and artery and lower down in the neck becomes superficial below the digastricus. The nerve then loops around the occipital artery and crosses the external carotid and lingual arteries below the tendon of the digastricus. It passes beneath the tendon of the digastricus, the stylohyodeus, and the mylohyodeus, lying between the last named muscle and the hyoglossus, and communicates at the anterior border of the hyoglossus with the lingual nerve. It is then continued forward in the fibres of the genioglossus as far as the tip of the tongue, distributing branches to its muscular substance. BRANCHES OF COMMUNICATION Its branches of communication are with The vagus, first and second cervical nerves, sympathetic, lingual. The communications with the vagus take place close to the skull numerous filaments passing between the hypoglossal and the ganglion nodosum of the vagus through the mass of connective tissue which unites the two nerves. As the nerve winds round the occipital artery it gives off a filament to the pharyngeal plexus. The communication with the sympathetic takes place opposite the datus by branches derived from the superior cervical ganglion, and in the same situation the nerve is joined by a filament derived from the loop connecting the first and second cervical nerves. The communications with the lingual take place near the anterior border of the hyoglossus by numerous filaments which extend upon the muscle. BRANCHES OF DISTRIBUTION The branches of distribution of the hypoglossal nerve are MENINGEAL, THYROHYOID, DESCENDING, MUSCULAR. Of these branches, the meningeal descending, Thyrohyoid and the muscular twig to the geniohyoidus are probably derived mainly from the branch which passes from the loop between the first and second cervical to join the hypoglossal. Meningeal branches, dural branches, as the hypoglossal nerve passes through the hypoglossal canal, it gives off, according to Lushka, several filaments to the dura mater in the posterior fossa of the skull. The descending ramus, ramus descendens, descendens hyperglossi, long and slender quits the hypoglossal where it turns around the occipital artery and descends in front of or in the sheath of the carotid vessels it gives a branch to the superior belly of the homo hyodeus, and then joins the communicantes cervicales from the second and third cervical nerves just below the middle of the neck to form a loop the ansa hypoglossi from the convexity of this loop branches pass to supply the sternohyoideus, the sternothyroideus, and the inferior belly of the omohyoideus. According to Arnold, another filament descends in front of the vessels into the thorax and joins the cardiac and phrenic nerves. The thyrohyoid branch, ramus thyrohyoideus, arises from the hypoglossal near the posterior border of the hyoglossus. It runs obliquely across the greater cornu of the hyoid bone, and supplies the thyrohyodeus muscle. The muscular branches are distributed to the styloglossus, hyoglossus, geniohyodeus, and genioglossus. At the undersurface of the tongue, numerous slender branches pass upward into the substance of the organ to supply its intrinsic muscles. End of Part 33.